It's game time. Spilling tea and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast mm-hmm. with your host, my name, D. Gill. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good. Good wherever you are. The time of the day you are in right now it is d gill your host of the game day tea each tuesday i'm so proud to do this for you all i want to let you all know if you have missed any of my past episodes please go to your favorite podcast host spotify or apple or wherever you like to listen to your podcast search the game day tea but search out sports first and then you'll see the game day tea part of all my wonderful podcast hosts companions over at Outsports. Now I want to get into a conversation with you all today and share with you all yet why representation, LGBTQ plus representation in sports matters yet again. Like we always have these constant reminders and I want to share my constant reminder that recently happened to me this past week actually. Uh, I, I went to a regional burning mint burning man event down in california city it's called bequinox it is where you go you have a lot of fun you share gifts and you like leave no trace you got self uh survival like you bring your own food you bring your own water no dumping not even gray water not even water you want to wash your hair no showers out there just in the desert and it's it's really about love and you know reconnecting of who you really are my partner and i really 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 had a great time just five nights out there camping reconnecting with people um music dancing art expressing yourself i've got some pretty cool uh jewelry out there that's handmade some of that i did some that was gifted to me and it's just like this is the world that's the world that i wish i lived in all the time so you know going through that experience and people that have been to Burning Man or similar Burning Man regional events know exactly what I'm talking about. It lets you know the goodness and the kindness that people can show that we're capable of as humans. I didn't meet not a single person out there that was judgmental. You could have walked around naked. You could have walked around fully clothed in a fur coat six feet tall, white, black, Asian, whatever, everybody treated you like one whole, the same person. That's the best way I can describe it. I've never, never, even at music festivals where we we say, oh, plur, peace, love, unity, respect. Mm -mm. This is a whole different, different ball game. I mean, these people actually live by their principles that it, and it, it, that it works. It makes you feel like a, you're in a part of community that that just gets it, gets what the world should be. You know, there were even kids out there, and to the parents that brought their kids out there, bravo, because you're showing your kids what society could be like if we all just get along, uh, share things, be creative, let your freak flag flow, as they say. It's, it's just amazing, just such an amazing feeling, and I didn't want to go back. I wanted to stay out in the desert. I don't know what I would have done about food or whatever like that. 
But <laughs> I just wanted to say out in the desert, I, it, it, it called to me. And a lot of you have done similar events. It doesn't have to be burning events. If you've done similar retreats or that yoga out in the mountains or the wilderness or camping, you know when you unplug that phone, you unplug that computer, and you get away to something like that, it is life-changing. And I really went away going out of that, driving out of that desert thinking, wow, I won't get to experience anything like this until next year's Bequinox. Like, I, I was soaking it all in, everything that I've done the past week. I was soaking it all in, but it hit me when I was driving out. I'm not going to be able to do this until next year, or unless I go to Burning Man later on this year, or any other Burning Man regional event. So, I'm just driving in the car with my partner, and we're getting a little bit hungry, and we pass through a Kern County town called Tetchapi. Well, we actually stop in Tetchapi. Tetchapi, Ch- I'm sorry. Um, so we stop. We go to a local diner. We said, hey, we don't want to go to a fast food place. Not a Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's. No offense to any of those places. We just wanted to see what a home-cooked meal would be like because we've been really putting things together <laughs> in the desert just to really like trying to get a meal down, you know. Uh, so we stop into Choppy at this local diner and we sit down. We're having our food. Um, the clientele there were older Caucasian senior citizens. So it looked like a place, this is a Sunday, a place where everybody probably came to after church, whatever. You know, I stuck out like a sore thumb. I'm a tall black man with colorful leggings and fur coat on all, all this other stuff so i sit down and i have an lgbtq um, north face hoodie on as well and i'm overhearing this family next to me talk about oh my gosh that lgbtq stuff with the democrats are doing and and that stuff all about the trans stuff with the swimmer and it's just all horse s-h-i-t and it's all baloney and it's so stupid yada yada and I'm thinking to myself, you know, do I go full on degil on these people, how I would usually want to, or do I respect what they're saying? They're not talking to me. They're talking loudly so the whole darn restaurant can hear them. But they're, I mean, like, I, I usually speak up in these certain aspects. Instead, I just listen to their conversation. And just to hear the transphobic rhetoric and the homophobic rhetoric, it's just, it's, it's just really sad, you know. It's why we need representation in sports because if I was someone who was not sure of myself, someone that was closeted, someone that had just came out but their parents, uh, my parents were just sitting at the restaurant with my parents and my parents disliked me and this person is basically yelling out what my parents think of my lifestyle, it's you know how damaging that could be to that person if I wasn't secure in myself? If I was an athlete and I wasn't secure in my sexuality and I overhear that, I wouldn't want to come out after that. Because someone minding their own business with their family at another table is speaking so loudly of this transphobic, homophobic rhetoric that I can hear it at my table. And so when people tell you, 
oh, I don't care about this Leah Thomas thing. It just needs to just hush up, and I don't want to talk about it. When people tell you why do they have to have a pride night, when people tell you, uh, oh, I don't, I don't care about what my friends do. I don't. I have gay friends. I don't. I mean, they're all cool to me. I don't, but I don't really participate in anything like that. When people tell you stuff like that, I want you to think of this story that I just told you now. I can go straight from the desert with people that are so loving and encompassing love and freedom of speech and, 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 but, but also showing you that you, who you are is okay to be okay to go straight out the desert and run into that almost immediately. Y'all is a reminder that this world has a lot of growing to do just a few miles, just a few miles separating the Equinox event in this city, this restaurant. So, my thing to you all in listening to this conversation, go to your local Pride Nights. Talk about LGBTQ inclusion. Talk about LGBTQ inclusion in sports. Let your voice be heard because there's some people, I guarantee you, that have heard these people talk before. They are part of our community but have never spoken up because they're afraid. Of the reaction of the people that are around them. I always, always, always say be you, be true, and be fierce. And this is yet another reason why. Everybody, you want to get in contact with me, DGILTM, Twitter, Instagram. Always follow the Game Day T on Twitter and Instagram. I love y'all. I love y'all. Be safe.